Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Praise the Lord. Sharing with you, joy is set before you. Very prophetic, very instructional. Hebrews chapter 12 sums up Jesus' vision, position, philosophy, status, personality, everything about Jesus is summed up in this verse. His purpose, reason for doing what he did, and his everything is summed up in this particular verse. And the author instructs us to look unto Jesus because the same results he had, we are going to have. Why? Because the same suffering he had, we are going to have. Even if it's a baby suffering. And Jesus said, the servant is not greater than the master. But this particular scripture is what tells us that Jesus' pattern should be our practice. His pattern should be our philosophy. His pattern should be our principle for living. So it's telling us that we can look at different things, but the best is to look unto Jesus. Why? Because he is the foundation and the finisher of our faith. He is the all-encapsulating, the total package, the full package of everything that We are everything that we will become and everything that we must be. Praise the Lord. So, he said, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand Of the throne of God. This this is too deep. So joy is said before you. Is a powerful theme. That is reminding you that. There is actually joy set before you. And the reason why I need to remind you is that. There is the need. To have a certain mentality of your faith. 
And the mentality of the faith, because he's a finisher of our faith. And the finished work of our faith must have this mentality. The mentality is the same mentality Jesus had. That because of the joy set before him, he took a position. And the position he took was that the scripture said, he endured the cross. So here, the scripture is telling us that we must be willing to endure some things. And here the cross typifies curses. In Galatians chapter 3, verse number 13, the Bible makes us understand that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us, for it is written, curse is everyone that hung on a tree or the cross. The cross is a tree. So Christ hung on the cross to exchange his divinity with our cursed nature. So the cross is anything that represents curses. Are you here? And the curse has a way of producing some things. So the Bible is saying that when you are on a mission, there are some things that will come at you. And they are coming at you not because you are a sinner. Jesus was not a sinner. But he was there to carry his cross. And in Christ, we are meant to carry our cross. And this cross may appear in different dimensions. So when you are encountering one cross of heaviness, one cross of some challenge or whatever, the Bible is telling you that don't give up. Why shouldn't you give up? Because joy is set before you. Praise the Lord. And when you know the joy that is set before you, the cross cannot stop you. But when you are not aware of the joy that is set before you, any cross can break you down. Any cross can take you down. Are you here at all? Any cross can just, can just make you just weary. It can just destroy you. Prompto. But cross you will carry. Jesus said that take up your cross. So everybody has a cross. Hey, some people their cross is that I know somebody here. Yeah, he, he's so rich but the balls inside the nose. They are no longer there. There are no filters. But he has money. So every time he's in AC. He can't go to. I can walk through the dust. No pee. But he can't. It's a cross. Are you here at all? <laughs> I don't know the cross. Because Jesus said you have a cross. I'm not the one who distributes the cross. But the cross there you will have. No believer will be spared the cross. And sometimes when people are having crosses. <laughs> they, they feel like God has abandoned them. God has not abandoned you. God has actually made provision for your journey beyond the cross. And now it is your decision by faith to decide that I want to go past the cross. Or I want to be deterred or limited by the cross. 
And so some will have crosses, delay in childbirth, delay in marriage, delay in something you are believing God for. Your heart will be sick. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. It's a cross. It may be a cross you may have to bear for some time. But the Bible is saying that understand also that anytime there is a cross to bear, there is a joy set before you. So, if I'm not afraid, I'll say that people who don't have a cross to anticipate must not expect a joy. If you don't have a cross to carry, you do not have a joy to celebrate going forward. So, the cross is necessary for the joy. (laughs) Praise the Lord. The exam is necessary for the promotion. The exam is necessary for the next level. It's a brief message, and today I really want to keep it brief. So, there is a cross. Again, there is also a shame he endured. So, the cross you endure, and the reason why the Bible is using the word endure there is the Bible is trying to program us to know that for something that one may have to endure, it may be a process, not an event. That you are enduring, and you realize that when Jesus was carrying the cross to Golgotha, it was a long journey. It was a long journey, but the good thing is that even though you start the journey on your own, with people denying you and beating you and all of that, there is always help on the way. When you are carrying the cross, and it could be, it could be sick and infirmity in your body, but there will always be help on the way. Jesus didn't carry his cross to the mountain. At some point in time, somebody carried a portion for him. And so shall it be that every child of God, the cross you are carrying, if you faithfully do it by faith, God will provide help on the way when your strength cannot continue. So the Holy Spirit is here to strengthen us to, to, to get to where we are getting to so that we fulfill purpose. I love the word of God. I mean, and things do happen. Things do happen. Things, losses can happen. Many things can happen, but we should always look to the comforter, the helper, who is able to help us to carry the cross. Because there is no temptation. There is no cross that has been put on you that is heavier than you can bear. That even in the temptation, even in the cross, God is still faithful. The Holy Spirit is still bearing with you in your infirmity, in your weakness. Praise the Lord. And that should gladden your heart that even though I'm in pain now, I still anticipate some joy. Set before me. Are you here at all? Come on now, tell somebody there's joy set before you. And say, I can see it with my prophetic eyes. That's what I'm prophesying to you right now. Now tell somebody, endure. For the moment that it lasts. Endure. Now, the Bible using the word endure also means that the cross has been programmed to be terminated. I say it the other way. That the believer has been programmed to see the end of the cross. The cross is not meant to see your end. That is why it is possible for you to endure. Because at some point in time, 
you will enjoy seeing the end of this cross. I'm feeling it, pa. And so, when the cross appears, don't die. And if you are in a cross right now, carrying the cross right now, don't die. Because there is joy set before you. As for the celebration, we must enter the celebration. And we are going to enter. (laughs) So, the presence of the cross, it is also a definitive indication that the joy is ready for your taking. I'm feeling it in poor and I feel like entering somebody's stomach. Definitive indication that there is joy said before you. He said, despising the shame. There's another thing to do. The shame will be there. He never said it will be cured. But you got to despise it. That the cross comes with shame. I mean, it was thieves that were hanged on the cross. So when Jesus was put on the cross, indirectly, they were telling the whole world that he was actually, he, he took the place of a thief. They allowed a thief and a murderer to go. So that he, he was the one they chorused that he should be hung in the place of the thief. And the lesson God wants us to take here, because what really disturbs people is, what did I do? I'm innocent. I've been paying my tithe. I've been doing my first fruit. I've been doing all that they said we should do. And why? I mean, Jesus on earth was doing everything according to the will of the Father. But you have to understand that the shame can be part of the will of the Father, so that the glory will be revealed. It's not every shame that comes from the devil. The shame can be part of God's program. And God still has a plan. That's why joy is set before you. And so, you have to get to that point where your innocency and righteousness in practice does not give you psychological problems that neutralizes your faith. Because when you know you are praying, you are fasting, it can become a psychological burden to you why you are going through some things. But you have to understand that the bile is part of the meat. Is it bile they call it? Yeah, good. I'm still learning some things. Yeah. But it, it doesn't spoil the meat. It's just part of the meat and it's a very small portion. That if you don't manage well, can really make life become some way. And and once you destroy the management of the bile, you realize that no matter how well you cook it and salt it, it is still very bitter and cannot be enjoyable. And I'm just praying that today this message will help you to manage your life well. That amen should be better than it is now. So you see that if you don't get a message like this to build your faith, you can mismanage your life. Because you will cut through the bile and it will now begin to embitter the meat. And normally where the bile too is, the meat is very sweet. It's boneless. 
Is it a liver there? Charlie? Nice pa. Boneless meat. In fact, when you go to a restaurant, it has to be by a special order. For you to be served that kind of a thing. And most of the time, it's not plenty. So it's reserved for people who can pay for it. I'm saying something. I'm saying that the very important area of your life is what you can destroy if you don't understand that joy is set before me. So, you are meant to despise the shame. I mean, the shame will come. But the explosion too will come. Praise the Lord. Tell somebody that when you see the shame, it's a sign that the explosion of glory is also coming. Yeah. It's a good word. Charlie, somebody can be pregnant for seven months and everybody will be happy for the person in the church. And then the person will lose the pregnancy. It has happened severally in many places. I'm praying that it doesn't happen here. Amen. But Charlie, I'm saying that there are things that visibly look like now you got over it. Then all of a sudden you see that there's a reverse process. And some people can leave church just because... Maybe they can't handle the shame of certain... Are you here with me? I want to be very responsible this morning. Yeah. They know you to be MD somewhere and then the government said proceed on leave. Charlie, it can, it can begin to make you dissociate with people you associate with. Because the shame comes with all these things. And whereas the people really don't want you to don't want to treat you with contempt, you have an internal marker that is giving you a lot of shame that you are not able to bear. The, the battle is not external, the battle is internal. It is that battle that Paul said that he's a wretched man because he's fighting battles inside. That that is not able to if you come here, it will be good for me. That he is not able to control. Are you here at all? He's fighting. He said, I'm a wretched man because the things I want to do, I'm not able to do. And the things I don't want to do, they are the ones I'm doing. One of the strongest battles you can, you may ever have to fight in your life. Very difficult fight. It's an internal fight. When your heart and your mind don't agree. You know you have to wait. But you are also under pressure. It's a war. Man on fire. And, and no, nobody has put petrol on you and lighted matches. You are on fire from within. There's a battle inside that can distort your movement on the outside. So you see that you are there. When, when people even greet you, how are you? you, you your interpretation is another level. Is it how are you that, um, how are you, how are you, or how am I for losing my job or getting the sack? What is the, how are you for? 
and this time around, when people say that a year by this time, sister, now we have come for your naming ceremony. What is she trying to say? And that can make you leave the church. It can even make you leave Christ. Crisis can give you a lot of shame. Designer shame. Customized shame. It's a shame that nobody has verbally proclaimed, but you have customized for yourself because there's an internal working. My child died. Is it because I'm a bad parent or I'm a witch or I killed my child? Maybe people think I killed my child. Or maybe, maybe I've gone to do something, but that's why my child... This thing can just begin to give you some mental something. So, Jesus on the cross, the mentality is, okay, I've accepted that everybody says that I'm a thief. I've accepted that everybody says that I'm an immoral person. And Jesus was on the cross naked though. Because there are some things when you go through it, it makes you feel like, look, you are, you are naked. That is despising the shame. Despising what? I can't hear you. <laughs> uh, la, 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 la. That's a, the shame will be right before you. But you need to despise it. Charlie, open shame, secret shame. Despising the shame. Hey. So, <laughs> for the joy that is said before you, one of the things God wants you to do is to position your faith to despise the shame. Or else, when you hear some songs being sung, you may not be able to celebrate it. You, you, you even be angry. Charlie, it'll not be easy. It's not easy. Are you, are you, is somebody here? Yeah. But you have to go through the shame. Praise the Lord. You have to go through the shame. Sometimes your singleness becomes the shame you are carrying. Sometimes you not having a biological child. Are you here at all? It's a shame that you carry. Sometimes not. Finishing school for a long time and not having a meaningful job to do. It's the shame you carry. It's like you are a very useless person. If you were not cursed, why is it that your friends are working? And you are not working. Sometimes somebody breaking up with you and marrying another person. It's a shame that you will carry that if you were blessed, you would have been married. Sometimes the shame you will carry is a wakwa, sorry, akwa, kwa, 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 kwa. In fact, the morning devotion prayer you pray, it might be the shame you are carrying because there's nothing to show. That might be the shame you are carrying. Like carrying the tag that I'm a child of God might be the shame. Sometimes the shame you may be carrying is that you impregnated your, your yourself before you got wedded. But you have made the adjustment with Christ. And you really want to pursue Christ. But if you are not careful, sometimes your, your history can tie you down. 
And until you get to that place of faith where you're able to despise the shame of whatever it was that you encountered practically or you encountered by your imagination or whatever it is, you can't enter into the joy. Are you here at all? Some people who do ministry here who are practicing masturbation right now. Yeah, but I'm working on it. And the Holy Ghost is also working on it. Some of the, some people are in the church. Girls are chopping them. But I'm still preaching to them. I'm, I'm working on it. Some of the boys, the boys are chopping them. And I'm working on it. Some, some old man is chopping some young girl. Some old woman is chopping some young boy. And all of that. But you see, all this combination and permutation. I'm still working on it. And the Holy Ghost is working on it. We will get to a point where regardless of where you have come from, because in Christ you come as you are, we have to despise the shame. Yes. Because sometimes you come to church and the, and the person preaching has chopped you before. Let me, I want to be free. Or the person singing has chopped you before, you have chopped before. Or you are singing and you see somebody who has chopped you before standing in the congregation. Why do you, you don't want me to say something. What, what do you mean? But you have to despise the shame that as you are leading the worship, you know, you are remembering some of the styles that I use. But don't lose your joy on the stage. Don't lose your joy. Because if you are not careful, you flatten the note. Charlie, when they are wedding you, pa, and one of the audience, or two of them, no, are your ex-boyfriends when you are not in Christ. Charlie, it can be something else. If you are not careful, you will not enjoy the joy set before you for the day. But you have to despise the shame. You have to do what? I can't hear you. What should you despise? You lost your child. You didn't kill your child. <laughs> you lost your job. Despise the shame. By faith. Especially when you start your journey in the will of God. By faith. Praise the Lord. Uh, it's, it's God here. It's God talking to somebody here. Why? Because joy said before you. When Jesus endured the cross and despising the shame he set it aside. This is where Christ has put me. Faultless, blameless, made perfect in Christ. I deserve to be here because he qualified me. Nobody, nothing can disqualify me. He qualified me. If I have passed the test for the examiner, Student cannot repeat me. That in Christ, there are things that right now, if we really mentioned about you, you will be thinking, should I leave the church? Or I should stay? I mean, you have moved though. 
And some of them come, but you are inside. And I'm not talking about sin. I'm talking about some trial, some tribulation. Are you here at all? There are things that you are faced that are very shameful. It's that kind of nonsense. You you might give the person a rebuttal there, but you'll be lying on the bed, actually. The thing will come back. Charlie, it will come back. It will come back. And by the time you know, no, when the alarm bore for prayer time, now you see that you are still there. Because you are not able to shake it off. Tell somebody, shake it off. Shake the shame off. Come on, tell somebody, shake it. Shake it off. You have to shake it off. Why? Because you can't carry a load into joy. Joy is a fetcher. <laughs> you can't carry a load into joy. You must enter into joy. Shifting all your burden unto Christ. Come unto me, all of you that are heavy laden. All the, the things that have been laid on you. You have to transfer them to Christ's account. So that you can have the joy that has been set before you. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Too powerful. Too what? It's too powerful. So there's a joy set before me. And that scripture there, it says that when he endured the cross, despised the shame, now, this is what gave room for him to be set down at the right hand of the throne of God. That's it. Once that is done, there is elevation for glorification. Are you here at all? There is what? Elevation for what? Glorification. Right hand of the throne of God. He is set there. People don't get set in glory, in promotion, because they get stuck with what is dealing with them. Pass the test by your faith. Just decide by faith in Christ. Actually, the thing is there. Me too, I'm there. Yes. The thing is moving. I'm also moving. And thankfully, the Holy Ghost is moving with me. And I want to be set. I want to be set up there. I want to get enthroned (laughs) with this cross, with this shame. I will be enthroned. It's a beautiful thing when you're able to overturn negativity with your faith. Very beautiful. Once that is done, even today, the gathering of the saint is unto Jesus. What a joy. What a joy. And many people fail and no gathering is to their honor. We don't celebrate failures. We celebrate people who win with their faith. And we have been programmed to always win. There is a joy set before. And that's all the message I came to tell you. The keys is what I've told you. But I'm telling you that the joy set before you is is a glorious promotion. Into higher level. Where from there, you read on in Philippians, it says that now God has given him a name. That is above every name. Now, this joy that is said before us, is, the, is this joy that can make us to begin to celebrate in the face of tribulation. 
That when James says that count it all joy. When you fall into diverse tribulation. That you are able to count it a joy. When you see trouble, you, you say that I see God's hand about to do something. God is up to something. With this trouble coming, God is up to something. Is God talking to somebody here? So there is a joy said before you. So today, my admonition to you, my exhortation to you is that no matter what you are going through, find your dancing shoe. But before your legs dance, your heart must be dancing in faith. Knowing that there is a joy set before. Are you here at all? Charlie? Who will dance? We will celebrate. I I, I see your baby naming ceremony very soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see you sharing a testimony, giving your first fruit, and sharing a testimony that you got a new job. Uh, and I see, you see when, when, when you start celebrating, uh, uh, let me tell you, one of the reasons why you should focus on the joy that is said before you is that uh, it can deflect a lot of negative energy. Because people who are in tribulation, they don't dance the way you are dancing. People who are in trouble, who are carrying shame, they don't smile the way you are smiling. They don't even dress the way you are what dressed. People who are really, really sorrowful. That's why I really, I, I don't actually, I don't believe in wearing morning clothes for long. And it's not just a, a, a personal natural belief. It is something that I learned from the Bible. God forbid, nobody will have major losses here. But, but David loses a child. And he's praying unto God all that time. He's mourning before God. Uh, once the child dies. And he, 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 he manages himself in the Lord. Finish. Just goes to bath. Anoint himself. Oh yeah, where's the next place and worship? Let's go. You, don't carry nyama nyama around you. Are you here at all? Yeah, don't carry him. What is it? Like, what is it? My mother has died. My father has died. That some church members will say, Pastor, why are you not wearing black? Well, it will bring him from the dead. So, we are here on a, on a mission. It doesn't mean I don't love my father. It, doesn't mean, it means that by faith, I have, I have decided to face what I'm facing. And I have to keep moving. Because... <laughs> a static target is an easy target. And you have to keep moving. A stationary target is an easy target. If you stop moving, the same Pharaoh that said go will outrun and capture you and send you back to Egypt. So you have to keep moving. Are you, is God talking to somebody here? I, thought, I mean, you are doing the contract. They, they just break one side of the contract. That, okay, we have given you, but we won't give you again. Nah, nah, then, nah, what up? You have to keep moving. Morocco to Kaya. This contract is mine. Baria Kalusa Prata. Let me tell you. Sometimes you think you have a major weapon for the battle eh, in your hand. Until you move. You see that there's a better weapon ahead of you. That you can use even to. Are you, is God talking to somebody here at all? Tell somebody that keep moving. Keep moving. Uh, and people who are, who are looking at the joy set before them. And who use the joy set before them. Even the devil gets confused. 
Don't you see that all those kings who were trying Jesus, they were confused. What is your name? He to ask them, what did you hear? <laughs> the one says, ah, you have said it. Oh. They were so confused and none of them was able to judge him. Because when you are looking at the joy set before you, demons cry. Your demons need you to think in a certain way. They need you to behave in a certain way. They slap him. He says, is that all you want? They spit on him. They, 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 they hit him here and appear there. They ask him, who hit you? He said, oh, the person who hit me, he knows himself. I'm not a CID. So, sometimes, there are questions when you answer, you will die. There are questions that you don't also have answers. You have to put all of them. When he said despise, he said, set them aside. Do what? Set them aside. Tell somebody, set them aside. I mean, you have gone from one interview onto another interview onto another. When somebody asks you, so why are you not working? What do you say? Like, how do you answer that question? How do you? <laughs> how do you? Chale? That's why you have to set it aside. Praise the Lord. Because not every question has an answer here. So you have to, when you come to church, be dancing. Don't let any dead cloth tie itself around you. Because when Lazarus comes out of the grave, something must come off. Are you here at all? If we are going into the celebration of resurrection, we must lose him from every death cloth around him. And sometimes you can be really, really resurrected and you are still having death cloth around you like that. And you are not able to dance. You are not able to celebrate because he is a What's important is I'm sorry. And, and, and there's a celebration somewhere. Are you here at all? Why are you carrying the grave cloth? Jesus resurrected. They bought the grave cloth. Fine. You are not going again. You stay here. You are in the tomb. We are out. There are some things you need to leave in the tomb. So that you can ascend into the heavenly place as a high priest. And I don't know who I'm preaching to, but I see that joy set before you. I see that joy manifesting very soon. Now prophesy to yourself. Say there's a joy. Joy of marriage. Joy of babies. Joy of money. Joy of my expectation set before me. Promotion for elevation into glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, clap your hands and rise on your feet and begin to practice your joy right now. Kalama lakato kalataha. It's too powerful. <laughs> Say, I see my joy. Prophesy to somebody, if you don't see me, I see my joy. Uh, uh, oh boy, let's go on the stage. We are going to dance here right now. Hi, 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 hi. Hey, 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 hey. Remove the You have to dance. Dance like David danced. You have to dance because joy is set before you. You, you have to dance into your joy. Are you here at all? You have to do a dance. <laughs> Anybody, when you score goal and it's a winning goal, you see dance. You see style. 
Some people even rehearse the kind of dance they are going to do before they score. At this point in time, you must have that kind of rehearsal. Yes. Where, where the kind of dance you are going to dance when you build your new house do you understand the kind of thing you are going you have to have some kind of dance a dance for a house a dance for a car a dance for a good wife a dance for the pregnancy a dance for the job you should have a dance for the Lord David had a dance carrying the ark to the city of David. There was a dance, a Davidic dance for the ark. It was a special dance. What kind of dance do you want to dance today? For the joy set before you. You should have a dance. Listen, you should have a dance that hear me this, you know. You should have a dance that what you call misfortune didn't take your life. Because dead people don't dance. That you are here. You must dance. Dance that you are here. Praise the Lord. A dance is a sign of victory. It's a sign of appreciation. Are you here at all? It's a sign that my head is not correct for the devil. My head is only correct for Jesus. That if devil himself knows what you are battling with and you are dancing like this, ah, <laughs> only Jesus can know this one. The devil has to be confused. Are you here at all? Come on now, are you sure you are here? Yeah, things will happen, but God will also happen for us. What did I say? But, Charlie, tell somebody that is happening for me. God is happening for me. So when you see me dancing, when you see me dance, I dance like a winner man. When you see me jungle, you have to jungle, do some jungle. Some people never dance. You never dance. Dance in your house. <laughs> you didn't die yesterday, brother. You gotta dance, man. <laughs> Praise the Lord. There is joy set before you. And for that joy, you must praise God. You must dance. You must honor God because he has set a job. I'm dancing because there is something on the table right there. For Are you here at all? Regardless of the cross and the shame, I still see there's a joy ahead. I'm dancing because it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Medina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 244 177 831 or 0204-916-168 Experiencing Jesus Bethany Ministries